0: Cause the other thing too, when magicians are fooled, they low key don't let you, let you know. Oh, why well, of course not. They, they, they always, know, don't always go like, huh? That's interesting. Here, here's how you know. Here here's how you know when a magician's fooled. They go, huh? So um, so is that yours? Is that your take on? Uh, <laughs>
1: I was about to say secure. <laughs> no, that's not it. You know it's what? Obscure. Every
2: week it gets better and better, and I. I, you for I know.
1: That. I know. I'm doing aces. <laughs> aces. Tip in the cap. I'm Jenny. I'm Tressa.
3: <laughs> and I'm Kara.
1: And we are into the obscure. Look, I said it right. Hey. Um,
3: but I am feeling very secure with you guys, though. So I think into um, secure. Yeah. Oh, that's it's okay. nice. I, like I it. do as well. Yeah, like into the best.
1: secure embrace of friends. We're good buds. We are.
3: Let's put that on the next sticker.
1: <laughs> We're good buds. We're good
3: buds. <laughs> into the secure <laughs> embrace with your good buds. With your goods.
1: All right. What happened this weekend? Did we do anything? No, nope. we didn't do anything this weekend, did we? I
2: sat on my couch and looked at my phone no. for hours and hours and hours. That sounds fancy.
3: I had a class start, so I did a lot of housework, avoiding starting the class. Yeah. Good job. (laughs) That's that's how stuff gets done.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's
1: pretty great.
3: In
2: my experience. Mm
3: -hmm. I get (laughs) very productive when I have schoolwork to do.
1: I went climbing, and then I went to the gym, where I thought I was a lot stronger than (laughs) I really actually am, and then Mm -hmm. I sat around a lot for the rest of the weekend.
2: I uh, went to the gym today for the first time in months, and they got all new equipment. I'm not happy about it, but red Has light. Has it only th-
3: been months? Or are we just calling it months? Or no, they had it's enough time to get like all
2: new July. equipment? Okay,
3: that's not <laughs> okay, that that's bad. Not bad.
2: No, that's for funny. me. No, it's great. But red light therapy before and after. There's a gnat in my room, and it's making me crazy. Red light therapy before the workout, and then after, I am the strongest lady on earth. I'm
1: just saying (laughs) that's fantastic so next time we talk about going to climb I will destroy you you're gonna go Mm -hmm. okay that's what it is right it's a competition right yeah it's totally a competition
2: against other people
1: okay
3: thank you
2: that's what I've been saying
3: (laughs) if it wasn't clear I I have competitions starting that nobody (laughs) knows about I just engage in competitions I make them up Uh, yeah because no, I get know. There faster. You, you don't know we're competing, but I'll get there faster.
1: Yeah. No, I'm perfectly aware that like mm-hmm. 90% of the things that happen just whenever I'm around you are somehow a competition,
3: Subtle which competitions.
1: guess what? You're probably always going to win.
3: Because I make up the competitions. Right. My, <laughs> I had a college roommate named Laura and one day she turned to me and she goes, I just make up competitions in my head. That's just what I do. So, and, I, and I go, oh. Me too this But all oh, you're friends. We're friend. <laughs> they're already I'm better roommates. at being
1: a friend. I'm better at
3: being a friend and a roommate. I'm yeah. winning roommates. She was better at sharing clothes and stuff. Yeah, she was she was pretty good. She did a good job. Okay. Alright.
1: Yeah. So are you guys watching
3: anything? No, It is something. my fault. That's my I fault. I swear to
2: God, Kara. You are losing Yeah, this. I know.
3: You Kara, know what? You I have to the start best. replying to <laughs> everybody. So I have the live on and oh, yeah. I, turn I have my I well, I just did. <laughs> I have my ears on, so I heard it through here. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: You were the best at not turning down the volume. <laughs> I am the best went into at that. it. You are at that. I do. <coughs> Listen, did we talk about the new Bigfoot footage last week? We did, did we discuss not. this? No. Okay, we did this not. footage from Colorado.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, but we didn't talk about it.
1: We did not talk about it. How are we feeling about it? Because I know a couple of friends of ours on the Facebook.
2: Yeah. The Waylands, uh, or at least to Yeah, the Waylands.
1: Yes. Are interested in this footage. And I think we had somebody else who kind of stabilized it.
2: Oh, I mean, it was and, very yeah. clear. I don't think anybody needed that. Maybe even. Well, like a... Maybe I did.
1: Maybe I needed a detailed <laughs> photo. Okay. You don't know me. Okay. Well,
2: I was asking if it's Tobias because he's pretty certain that it's uh, it's all an ad stunt from a camping company.
3: Ooh. I think. Okay. Is that where I saw that? I was like, somebody's pretty confident. That's yeah. Not
2: he is very confident. That is the case. And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe. But then every time I see it, I'm like, I don't know. This is, like, really nice footage.
3: Yeah. I'm going to be but very... But camping companies have yeah.
1: the money. But I'm going to be very angry if it's a camping company. And yeah. then I will refuse to buy their overpriced goods or that go I camping. already refuse to buy. Now, I'm still going to camp, but no, it's going to be spiteful camping. <laughs> with cheap equipment.
3: I'm still not camping. Walmart. I'm yeah, um, still going to
1: camp, but angry. angry yeah, campaign. angry camping. <laughs> Such angry. So my very best friend in the Hollywood world, Jarrett, asked me about Loeb. You guys heard about this? L-O-A-B, the AI art woman haunting the internet?
2: No. I don't know anything about this. Did yeah, he already start a fight with her? <laughs> he no, mostly because I,
1: I don't think she has uh, an Instagram, so he mm. can't get blocked. Okay. Yet? She's least, about to. Yeah. Um, so it's some AI thing that's taking old images and making them into new ones. So it's features in the shape of an older woman generated by artificial intelligence. She does not exist. She was created. Okay. And she's just popping up randomly in places on the internet
3: the amalgamation like just across her. a website like is she yeah. like hey i'm old
2: yeah <laughs> that's what she does the party <laughs> i'm
3: not no, really she's just
1: yeah t- tassels yeah. hang is on is she
3: gonna dance across our she's screen old. come on yeah is she, she might that's why i don't they're know because like... they're i don't happy. know what we, we be... really are all visualizing something <laughs> different
1: for this all, event. we have all gone off the rocker on she's
2: this one she's got some
3: big books is what i hear <laughs>
2: huge books. they like dictionaries. Big each books. one. Lots <laughs> of nice
3: books.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: For those of you that need to be in on that inside joke, my phone, and maybe your phones too, you should try it. There is a word that my phone will aggressively autocorrect to books.
2: What's so, that, library?
3: Mm-hmm. Is it... Um, mm-hmm. I okay. have to watch my language on yeah, this show. You do. You, you of all people. So... <laughs> When this amalgam lady is swinging around her tassels from her big books, uh-huh. you can all figure out what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Books. Books. <laughs> it helps if you're watching. Yeah. The <laughs> keep,
1: keep doing that yep. on our podcast,
2: guys.
3: <laughs> that's, that's
2: helpful. What? This is a visual? Oh. I'm not going to be weird
3: for editing you, at all. I encourage you all to watch our live stream in addition to listening. <laughs> so
2: many great visuals. You get tassels.
3: That's yeah. it. And then more tassels. That's, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's all. Sometimes in opposite directions. You yeah. are, you are <laughs> Sometimes missing it all.
2: But opposite direction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, there's no actual tassels. It's just our hands. <laughs> Jenny, I know I I blew it, you guys, but they're gonna watch the live stream. They're they're gonna find out. (laughs) I can't lie to our audience. All right, what else? What else? Weird stuff. Are you guys into? (sighs)
2: Oh, (laughs) Oh, what we're into. All right.
1: Oh well. This week. Yeah. God. Oh. This week. Yeah. Like, what's going on this week? What's Um, happening,
3: dude? Well. Yes. Um. We are really trying to schedule some tattoos, but I mean, I really, I don't know if, when, or whatever that's ever going to happen. We've been talking about this for ever so I'm I don't I have little faith in us that this is gonna get accomplished
2: you shut your mouth yeah. on the 25th right. you've got a really fun thing that you're doing at the strange and I unusual know. gallery in Joliet well, so yeah
3: we have a few so yeah we're very Joliet centric coming up some of us are gonna oh. go see probably like an almost sold out if not already what? sold out Josh Gates show I'm very excited
2: Some so of you that will be does awesome not me so
3: enjoy <laughs> Our friend Jen will be my date, so I'm very excited. She's even going to pick yes. me up at my house. Woo!
1: Yeah, she is. Yay. And she's, then, not, she calm down, to really she's not going in. But she's oh, not going in. Okay. No. no one goes inside.
3: Nobody yeah. goes inside. Yeah.
2: It's
3: Do oral, you live in a boarding
2: so... situation?
3: No. Okay. Or is what I tell you. <laughs> Here. But... No, that's just my bubble. That's our bubble. Mm -hmm. And the dogs, the poor dogs, they deserve their bubble too. But she'll at least get to be adjacent. Um, Yeah. So that's exciting. And then, (laughs) when you say it like that, (laughs) (laughs) so then also I'm very excited on October 25th, also in Joliet, very close to the Rialto, we are going to be at the Strange and Unusual Gallery. They are having, in downtown Juliet, there's an event, like a Halloween event, that everybody's doing something. Mm -hmm. But the one that I care about, at the Strange Unusual Gallery, Rob Johnson and I will be telling spooky stories. And we will all be there hanging out at this gallery and just being super cool, fun gallery people talking about ghosts. So, we are calling the show Journey Into the Obscure. Oh. And so, because we're talking about ghosts and we decided on this name a really long time ago. And I think when this podcast was still like a baby idea too. It's a mm-hmm.
1: time. <laughs> And don't And don't worry. I mean, Tressa and I will be in attendance mm-hmm. and we will maybe dance a little bit behind, <laughs> do some interpretive dancing behind Ooh. the storytellers I and convey the story that way.
3: Wait. And you should come because we have three-inch stickers. Of course, I didn't bring them. I should have brought them to be close to me. I did send a picture if anybody wants to share their screen, but, or did I imagine sending a picture? I don't I imagine. Don't you,
1: I, th- I think you did, but it was a while ago and I got a look and that seems like
2: so, a lot. Oh, Anyway, I just though, open up the chat. There's so many people there. Sorry. I know. We <laughs> all acknowledge you, you guys. I know. So eventually so you know? I gonna,
3: I have on Facebook, whoever's on Facebook, I've been okay. acknowledging. But anyway, so we have fun stickers, three by three stickers with a QRS code. So you could really find out where we are.
2: My whole point of bringing up a strange unusual gallery is because we were planning on getting tattoos before that, but I might be in jury duty, so we'll see. You, you guys are can all gonna get, get tattoos. Out of that. I know. I'll be. I hate everybody. Is that something that can get me out of something? Because it feels like it should.
3: <laughs>
2: I don't. I, if hey,
3: you hate I everybody ghost, equally, though, Yeah. you hate them equally. But
1: uh, damn
2: it uh,
3: but
1: just go in talking about mothman you're oh, fine oh yeah you're good i had an affair with mothman
3: before work
2: Wendy. i oh, am I'm serious so everybody i,
3: I believe this strongly this is a thing scary. and i'm now
1: i am pregnant with the
3: mothman's <laughs>
2: little child i've been pregnant for like six years it's fine <laughs> it's
1: a very <laughs> long gestation <laughs> period yes,
2: they're moths. right <laughs> that's what happens
3: what? I feel like they're supposed to be shorter. Oh, but also in really fun news, I got it in black, but also in purple. It just came today, so I'm wearing it on purpose, but nobody could see it. Merchandise. Oh, everybody! I like clap. it. Everybody, now, is everybody. That, is that on our website? It is on our website oh. under the merchandise tab. So what? we have some pretty fun offerings in mm-hmm. super cute merchandise. So everybody uh, should go check it out
1: in other news I am slowly reposting some blogs that I wrote a while ago and those are going up and I have my own little corner Uh to post some blogs and just my thoughts and recipes maybe I'll post recipes I don't use recipes get a frozen
2: dinner put it in the oven (laughs) or microwave
3: your choice Ta-da. Get a frozen pizza. Get a thing of burrata. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the most pizza. important. Is the thing of burrata. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Full
2: disclosure. I've never had burrata, but the idea of an oozing cheese disgusts me to no end. That's all. Well, I'm it's saying.
3: delicious. So that's the most delicious thing in <laughs> oozing cheese. <laughs> yes. No, thank you.
1: <laughs> now listen, though. I really had something when I started that sentence and it's, and it's gone now. Cause then I started thinking about burrata and even though I'm full, I still want burrata. I always do. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yes, I do. Teresa, I do dumb Tressa. Yeah. We really need to plan outfits for this. Oh, I well, don't know what I'm going to wear. So, so you guys are on your own. Yeah. I know what I'm wearing.
3: Oh, okay. No. And Rob is referencing sure. Nikki. Every time we had an event at the prison, we would be like, what are we going to wear? And he'd be on the group chat. Just, Oh my God, you guys. Oh yeah, Women, am I in right? a good outfit. Plan it out. <laughs> Which yeah. sweatshirt? Which this? It would be always, so he knows. And then I'll be like, no, this is serious business. He like, he thinks he's joking. I'm not no, joking. No, it's
1: very serious. There will now be a conversation about what we are going to wear. There will be. I have right fascinators. Now? Let's should watch we? fascinators. We Let's watch right now. <laughs> fascinators. No, we should probably not. We should probably uh-huh. move on to something else. All that right. We've been discussing. So, in preparation and ex- sheer excitement about going to see Mr. Josh Gates on Saturday, mm-hmm. I have been watching some of the older shows and then some of the newer shows. A lot of the newer shows, and I just saw our former guest and prior mention, Mr. Wayland's. Oh really? Chicago, yeah, on the Chicago Mothman episode. Oh, that's super fun. Yeah, his Josh. I've watched that episode. Yes. Yeah, he's on there. I haven't seen it in forever, and oh my god, I don't know, a year maybe. And I didn't know
3: we were so close to perfection when we talked to Tobias. (laughs) I know. You mean because you're talking to Tobias? That's right. right? Yes, Yes. Yes. that's why. Uh, Yes.
1: So he was talking to Josh Gates investigator pair team in Chicago. I remember was that. Yeah. That. Yeah.
3: I do remember. Yeah. I remember yeah. that pretty well now. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'll have to go back. I feel like I do also have to brush up on all of my.
1: Yeah. Highlighting oh. favorites right now, because what I like to do is watch the ones that I've been someplace, even in close proximity. Sure. To where mm-hmm. Josh Gates has been, because that way I, I can understand. pretend. That I have his job, or a job (laughs) similar to his. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. And I wear my adventure
1: hat, and I'm like, "Let's go explore this cave, guys!" And not everybody else on the group with me is like, "Who are you?"
3: (laughs) We can't go to a cave,
1: you guys. I love Uh, caves.
3: They're one of my favorite caves. Me too. Yeah, caves are my favorites. Oh my god, they're amazing. Why haven't we gone to a cave together? Why don't together? we know this about each I other? I don't know. This I is think very weird. there's close caves.
1: Wisconsin, there's one Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. 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 Yeah, but that's not great.
3: Madison-ish yeah, it something. is, and it's not great. But it's a cave. Listen.
1: Curl's bed. Let's just go to Belize. You guys just come with me. Okay. To Belize, and go I was going to we'll say, go let's just plan our Sheboygan
3: trip better next year. Okay. <laughs> okay. That could work, too. To those caves. Hmm. Yeah. I can. I can just. Wait Let's for make it, our yeah. own. It's fine.
2: We can make our own caves. That's fine. I got a basement. It's fine. Sure. I have <laughs> shovels. Sure. sure. I got shovels. And I have, have never never
1: used them to dig anything like a grave What?
2: They drip. They can. They do water. drip something.
3: <laughs> caves. It'll just take a while. Yeah. It's yeah. Fine. It'll be fine. We've really gone on a whole circle here. There's probably or a nice we should journey. go to Waverly once. We should go to Waverly, and then we can go to Mammoth Cave, and then there's all the caves on the way.
1: That's the trip. Yeah. That's delightful.
3: That That's the, the trip we're planning.
1: Everybody weigh in on where we should visit on our trip. You can on weigh our in later on. Cave trip on. really? You don't have yeah, to yeah. do. Yeah, you don't have to. I just wasn't going to say that. Weigh in on our cave trip. But <laughs> gonna... a cave trip yeah I don't anyway
2: like the way that feels in my yeah, house, I exactly. said it. that's what I'm saying
1: it's not great it does not feel good
3: Mm-mm. it
1: does not feel good at all So yeah we do have a guest on at some
3: point tonight we do but we still have six minutes till he's here, we do so everybody... I know I just thought
1: we'd throw that name out there too.
3: Are you all ready? Do you want to know who the guest is tonight? It's not a surprise if you've been paying attention to our social media. So first of all, it's there on the thing. But also, I'm into making little videos about, we're excited to have people on. So today it's going to be Joe Diamond. So we'll talk more about him when he shows up. Mm -hmm. But we're very excited to have him. We We should mention
2: the fact that we are doing the shows just a little bit different Uh, we're going to do a full half hour of us being adorable and cute, and then we'll Mm -hmm. have the guests on for the last half hour. And then maybe we'll have a bonus show and maybe that goes somewhere at some point, but
3: Mm -hmm. right now for that, that info. Yes. And then a review too of some changes going on. This is our last ish Monday show next month or next Tuesday. We go to a Tuesday show. Oh, We will be Tuesdays, basically from here on out, with two exceptions. Just two of our wonderful guests had to hold on to their Mondays, and we are totally down with that. So there will be eventually two Mondays before the new year, but otherwise we are all Tuesdays going forward. And then after the new year, all Tuesdays. So catch us on Tuesdays. I know we're going to really alter your lives. Mine too. You know, it's okay. (laughs) But just come with us for the ride. It'll be an adventure.
2: You know, you were watching us. Now go watch next week. Go watch Dave Schrader and Paranormal 60. And then on Tuesday, you can tune in here and we'll be here for you.
3: In every exactly. way, and then you can go back on Wednesday that. to Dave. So mm-hmm, yeah. just, well, we're just in a little sandwich being on Tuesday. Same time, Sierra. Same time, Sierra, in the same chat time. Asked. Thank you, Sierra. So I should probably make yeah. that connection. So same time, nine p.m. Central, ten p.m. Eastern, Tuesdays from now on, and same time actually catch Dave on Paranormal sixty on the yep. other side of us. I yeah, just heard... it's going
1: to be pretty great.
3: Serious yeah. paranormal so great. stuff, and then us.
1: And then more paranormal, and then more serious paranormal.
2: So and fun. paranormal. It's, it's like paranormal, 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 paranormal. I oh, exactly. hope you all
3: like paranormal.
2: Because paranormal. <laughs> I like
3: paranormal things, so I got some paranormal things for you.
2: Hey, I just heard a weird bloop in my earbud, and I was like, what the frig is that sound? Oh, yeah, our guest is here, you guys. Oh! What?
1: Is that what happens? We get a bloop
2: I when do. he's here.
1: Well, she does,
2: but I she's don't. in control.
1: I'm not in control anymore because I do bad things with the buttons. <laughs> Thank I, God. I press buttons, things, people move, backgrounds disappear. I don't know what I'm Out doing. the country, they're like, I'm I not Nobody here. knows. <laughs> <laughs> How so, did I get in Italy? Asked,
3: sister- our guest is here i first got to meet him in person when we were at chris fleming's pop-up paracon at the woodstock opera house so he's going to talk a little bit about the woodstock opera house tonight and what he has going on there but most importantly he is a mentalist a mind reader and a magician ladies and gentlemen welcome joe diamond hello
0: Hello. i I, I wish there was Thank you for the applause, but I, I kind of <laughs> wish there was just a bloop every time I arrived somewhere. Right?
2: Bloop. It's very welcoming bloop. and confusing. An, an ominous
0: bloop. Yeah. You know, like, just... Bloop. <laughs> that, oh, oh, there's the... T- I found, finally found the title of my autobiography. ominous <laughs>
1: bloop. Yeah. There we go. I found it. You really should have appeared
0: it. in Smoke, too. If yeah. you could maybe work you know, on I'm, that you know, for the there's, next there's a podcast. You know, there's a fine line between, like fighting the cliche and, and, and just riding it. Like I love holding a crystal ball in my shows, Yeah, but like at the same time, it's like, man, do I, I should not wear a playing card bow tie, you know, like it's a fine it's line. A, it's a fine line. And even I don't know where it is sometimes. <laughs> that's, the, so, that's the that's the other name of the autobiography, Finding the fine line,
3: yeah. and, I and I don't know where it is. Find it. He can
0: solve the world's largest corn maze, but can he find the fine line between <laughs> spooky and lame?
1: <laughs> now, where does where on this line do top hats lay? Oh, good
2: question. Oh, oh, depends. Are fascinator depends. top hats um, in the same category? Ooh.
0: Ooh, ooh tiny oh, well, uh, I, I was gonna say First it depends on the up. it depends on the top hat and depends on the person. It's a tiny um, mouse. Uh ironically, <laughs> when it goes back onto a paranormal investigator, it goes back on into lane. Like when it goes on to Zach Baggins, it somehow becomes lame again. <laughs> but but like everyone in between, like pickup artist, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. You know? It's <laughs> it's, it's it's you know. So I've seen some. I've seen some males and females pull off the top hat, uh-huh. and in betweens, I've seen some how people, you, humans, pull off the top hat. I am you, not one of them. How do you not feel
2: about goggles
0: on a top hat,
2: a la Ooh. a steampunk Ooh. Ooh. abomination?
0: So, so, oh, oh, this <laughs> abomination. Okay, so <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this discussion to bed right now. Uh, with. Oh, no. uh, uh, changing my lights. No, and cars already. Or oh no, so they all moved around. I, John, yeah. To
3: well, them. yeah, we didn't Ten even minutes. talk about who we all are. Yeah. We got to take no, a pause. Oh no, I'm no, it's play.
0: fine. I, I, I've, I've listened. I know and everything. Just everyone's moving around. Okay. It's like the shell yeah. thing, uh on my hand. Um, <laughs> yeah, Where yeah. am I? I heard, where am I? Which we, one am I? So, Joe, which, we heard you were an, a
3: magician. I'm in mean, yes, yes, track.
1: I had a point with my my transition.
0: I was just gone for a second. Come on um like so there's a great Saturday night live sketch called so you're willing to date a magician oh um (laughs) and they got more right than even i'm willing to admit so that's everyone's homework for tonight okay um we'll put a link in the show notes that and ends uh, to just balance everything out. Two more really quick uh, suggestions. Of course, *Fright Night*, where David Tennant plays a vampire magician, and of course, Anthony Hopkins in the movie *Magic*, where he plays a magician slash ventriloquist who's haunted by his ventriloquist dummy. Is it possessed? Oh. Is he just crazy? Watch the movie to find out. Whoa! Um, Does the movie it's tell one us? One of his first roles. It's one of his. It's one of Anthony Hopkins' first roles. I've uh, never I'm seen not- this. We were I just know, talking not- about.
1: Anthony Hopkins earlier, too.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> uh, um, it's one of my favorite movies. It's one of his first roles. He's super young. And Margaret's in it. Burgess Meredith's oh, and in it. Oh, um, I I feel bad being like, oh, I won't spoil it when it's like a movie that's been out yeah, for, like, you know, on. decades. But at the same time, I won't spoil it. It's on Shutter now. So, it's um... easier to watch than ever. Literally, subscribe for a month. It's five bucks. And then yeah, unsubscribe, yeah. even if... Everywhere here should be subscribed. From, yeah, I'm not paid. Shutter. This is not a paid affiliate. But if you don't get your. Hey, if, you're watch, if you're watching and listening to a show like this and you're not going to get five bucks worth of entertainment from Shutter a month, Seriously. what are you doing with your life? It's Seriously. Shutter. So come on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They don't keep everything on for as long as I'd like to, but like, at least you can watch something before you decide if you're going to add it to your Blu ray or DVD collection. So that's a good way. And like Magic is one of those ones I do have on the
1: collection. Pop- we need to slow this down and back it up. Are you still adding
0: to your Blu-ray and DVD collection? Oh, yeah. oh,
2: yeah. Absolutely. Tons of people still do. Yeah.
0: Really? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. I am unaware at any moment. It, actually, two of my favorite oh. movies were on Shutter, and they went away. I just bought them on Blu-ray. No one, no, no CEO mix mix around, no buyouts. Anything right. is you gonna have it change what I have, until on, don't my, have uh, on my on my shelf. Wow. I, no
3: um, I don't even you know can, if you can I buy have digital. a functional
1: DVD player anymore. Oh, I definitely um, do, because I have books of old DVDs. Yeah,
3: I
0: don't. Yeah, think I, I mean, do. most of my most of my Blu-rays will play DVDs, but none of my computers will play DVDs. Or I have no idea how to rip a DVD or burn a CD like that. Those days are long gone. Yeah. Um, which I, I'm wondering after the, not, not to get too 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 normal on a paranormal podcast <laughs> but i i wonder how much of it is going to make a comeback with with the new writers guild and screen actors guild stuff because it's like i don't know if stuff is going to just live on streaming for as long as it has well like, you know like
2: everything thus. comes back like albums are yeah. huge again vinyls huge again cassettes are friggin huge again everything comes just back.
0: Weird well because cassette players are. became huge again and that was right. the, it wasn't even the cassettes it's just that the players became huge
3: oh yeah but i'm so not hilarious. cool enough for all of this my i had no idea
1: cool enough i'm sorry but does <laughs> no one else remember the pain and the torture of trying oh. to record a song from the radio onto a cassette and the
2: because dj will not
0: shut up will not i have nothing to oh, oh. do with all of that i'll take you one step further not only was i the dork who recorded the song i was the dork who waited to record talk radio? Like, host, <laughs> and then, like, Dreskin oh, would be in Chicago yes! or Pendulette oh, yes. and, like, record. And mm-hmm. I tried to take out the commercials, though I would miss the first 15 seconds when they would come back, oh. And now the commercials so, like, are the best part. They- yeah, and like now it's like everyone's like, oh my gosh, these vintage commercials, they're so quaint. Yeah. It's like, I should have kept in the commercials. Yep. I was so, you could put
2: all that online um, and you would be rich. Like everyone would love all that yeah. old stuff.
0: I, um, I real mean, quick, honestly. I just see uh, Paige Dalton said hi, so I'm gonna say hi to Paige as well. So no, don't yes. do that.
3: Uh, we should all say hi to <laughs> friend
1: <laughs> yes. friend of the yes. show, hi, Paige. Paige, and also, friend of us personally. And Boom. personally,
3: and then I was gonna say, and Jen I, is commenting from YouTube, and I am only watching Facebook for comments. So hello, Jen. Thank you for watching and commenting on YouTube, where I am not commenting back. So yes.
1: But we are talking about her on this show because she is going to be your date and she is awesome. She is my date. Yes. She
0: oh, I, I thought you were talking to, to me for a second. It. I was like, oh, no. I don't have a choice. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. No. I did. No.
1: I did the thing where I just no. completely ignored you for a second and then came on back. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we're Jen over. is we're my date, Joe. Jen is... is my date. Yeah. Okay.
3: Hey, no, nice. okay. I won't <laughs> fight you. I won't hey. fight you. Hey. Joe. We want to
2: hear all about your junk. Like, not... Okay, shut (laughs) up. That's not what I meant.
0: Okay, okay. And and maybe we will ask you about your books. That's not too bad because because normally it's... uh... Normally at like shows when I'm doing mind reading, people are like, "Oh, now do me, do me!" And so like I'm I'm used to it. It's not it's not that bad. Thank it, you, you for are, the leeway,
2: sure. um, Yes. Uh, we need to so, get yeah, so don't, deep don't in, worry about Oh it. boy, we need to jump into <laughs> your whole thing because we want yes. to talk about fun stuff a little bit later. Yes. Yes. But okay. Okay. Yes. Jenny's so, gonna ask you a question.
1: Yeah, how how did you get started with all
0: of this? This, uh, I mean, like all of us, I was a very strange child.
1: Uh, hey, for now sure. I was totally I... normal and
0: reasonable. He's uh, I. All right, well, then the most impressive thing I've ever heard is that a normal and reasonable person fell into this line of work Mm -hmm. and industry. I was an only child, and I went to 12 years of Baptist school, so here's just all my trauma. (laughs) Thank you. uh, I accept uh, it and release it. Yes, but the strange thing, of course, is, like, everyone there is, like, when I got into more traditional magic, even just card tricks, people would be like, oh, be careful, cuz that could lead you to the real stuff and I'm like there's real <laughs> stuff I want to learn it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. please. So like that just made me want to do it more. And then of course my great grandmother taught me how to read playing cards just like tarot. Um I learned uh how to read palms as an early teenager cuz I overheard my crush talking about it so I wanted to learn how to read her <laughs> palm. Uh so I got books from the library. Uh still remember to this day and uh We've never met in person, but he's become a very good, long-distance pen pal. It was a poem reading by Richard Webster, the great Richard Webster, who's written over 100 books on various paranormal topics, everything from feng shui to the Encyclopedia of Superstitions. And just, so yeah, when I had my radio show about a decade ago when I got to talk to him, via skype back in the day when skype was the only game in town uh that was that was a dream come true and we we still correspond via email all the time um it's uh so yeah so read read those books and i didn't really see because people always ask me like oh well what do you call yourself do you call yourself a mind reader a mentalist a magician a paranormalist and growing up and this is I mean, if, if we're going to, there's there's two answers to that question. One is the business question and one is the artistic question. And I think the artistic slash spiritual question is more interesting question, which is just plain and simply, growing up and even now, I don't see much of a difference between all of it. Or at least I never did growing up. Like Houdini and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle were on opposite sides of the spiritualism debate growing up. So mm-hmm. I was into Sherlock Holmes and I was into magic and Houdini. And so like those weren't separate to me. The fact that real paranormal investigation and magic to me, these were part of the same world. Cause Houdini did it, you know? Um, And then there were plenty of other magicians like uh, Howard Thurston, uh, the guy behind me, uh, who wrote books on palmistry and fortune telling, who were believers in the spirit world and such. So not everyone agreed with Houdini. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And then I learned more about things like, you know, uh, mentalism and hypnosis, which are, for lack of a better term, branches of magic or mystery entertainment, which aren't tricks, but they use the theatrical trappings of stage magic, but to present genuine, you know, mental and psychological and Various phenomena. So I got into watching people like Kreskin and read about people like Joseph Dunninger and I a bunch of other people. Morris Vogel There's someone in the UK called Darren Brown. He's had a couple Netflix specials here. He played on. Uh, he played on Broadway a few years ago, and like he got popular right around the same time as YouTube. So I was able to watch all his stuff in the UK on YouTube. Uh, just as I was getting out of college, so I was really fascinated with with his stuff. And so yeah, and without thinking about it, I kind of just kind of started building these shows that didn't really make a clear distinction between all those things. One of my first shows was just called Paranormal. And the opening of that show was I hammered a nail into my nose doing an old sideshow stunt. um, Mm -hmm. And then I did a quick thing about fortune telling and then I did some mind reading. So within the first 10 minutes, whoever thought they were coming for one thing or another, I didn't just, I did not exceed the expectations. I just went around it. I just was (laughs) like, hey, you think this is a magic show? It's not that. You think I'm a psychic medium? It's not that. Like anything you think this is, it's not gonna be that which it's kind of be like better <laughs> uh, yes uh, uh who was it was it it might've been Cronenberg, it might've been David Cronenberg. Don't quote me on that, unless it wasn't David Cronenberg. And, and so then it means I said it, which means <laughs> I'm a genius. Uh, but um, I belo- <laughs> but I think it was him who said, you know, an entertainer gives you what you know you want. They give you the songs, they give you this. And I had a lot of, a lot of people calling me going, oh, do you do kids parties? Do you do this? Do you do that? Uh, when I was first starting out and, you know, as a, for lack of a better term, struggling artist, and I eventually had to start saying no because I knew that isn't what I wanted to do, and I, I just wasn't good at it. There were a few kids that took to the weirder stuff, but not kids as a whole. Now that I'm older, I think I would probably do a, a I do a little better with kids because they're again, it's more accepted to be into this weir weirder type of stuff. Um, to be fair, but, the kids um,
2: are real dumb, so.
3: Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I agree you with you. That, that's only Joe because people. To take that stance. No, no, no. I agree
0: with you, but only because a lot of people are very dumb. Right, um,
2: right,
0: right, right. kids are just dumb, I, though. I mean, they don't even kids know are, stuff. Are, like,
2: kids ask them to drive a car, and they'll be like, "I don't know they, how to do
0: that." Yeah, true. they have a but they have a few range of human emotions. They have a full range of of tastes and likes. Like, I mean, I'm doing all this all the same crap I was doing when I was a kid. I loved Ghostbusters, I listened to weird radio programs and read ghost stories. And I'm doing all the stuff I m- make believed with as a kid now as a guy in his mid thirties. So Listen, no, you do not too much shade at, at kids.
1: You don't have to defend the kids. They're not our
0: target audience. That, that's all, fair. There's no children here. I'm sorry, I I'm just one kind one of out I, there like, watching who are young like, like I was at this point watching all this, it's okay. It's fine. Children, children, I don't actually seriously.
2: believe that. I, I just say no. it because I think it's funny. You're not one of them. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You are not one of them. You are not who we are. You're listening to this.
2: You're smart. Yeah.
0: Like like (laughs) when we say people are dumb, we're not talking about the love of any age. No. But we know what we all mean when we say people are dumb. (laughs) (laughs) People be dumb. Yes. Nick
3: Simons just chimed in. Kids are a friend of the show. So we Um, are
0: really having to be. But when we say that, we mean, ugh, traffic, am I right? Yeah. Like, that's what we mean. <laughs> um. Or, ugh, men are the worst.
2: Like that. We, we, we are. We don't mean all we men.
1: Are. We just yes, mean we the ones that are the we worst. Are, we are. Yeah. Um, um. What's interesting, I'm glad you brought up the the Arthur Conan Doyle and the Houdini thing. Like, I've mm. talked about this a couple of times. I wrote a little blog about it. Um, oh, cool. But that's an interesting story to me because you would think it would be opposite, right? You yeah. The guy who wrote Sherlock Holmes would be very
0: skeptical, but he Wh- was wouldn't not. Wouldn't be the one who proponent. holds up the photo of obviously pasted right. fairies going, right. look,
1: proof. Yeah. Um, and then Houdini was really the one who was really obsessed with exposing sort of charlatans. And he well, thought he was that ex- most he was obsessed all...
0: with exposing anybody who wasn't Houdini. He did it to other mm-hmm. magicians. He did it to other people in the industry. A lot of people yeah. in the industry say he wasn't the happiest person. Fun story about Conan Doyle, which even I didn't know about till last Halloween. Uh, a woman found this in a book. Arthur Conan Doyle was brought to a magic convention hosted by Houdini. Mm-hmm. And he brought with a short film. And like to set up a short film at the time would have been... a whole to do yeah like it's not like today where it's like throw up a projector like that was a big deal and he played a three-minute clip of the stop-motion dinosaurs from the upcoming film (laughs) of his book the lost world and can you just imagine like no one's it's not clear what his intentions were but i like (laughs) to think sir arthur conan doyle was still like i'm gonna drive these magicians nuts and be like Here's dinosaurs, and I'm not gonna explain what it is. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna oh say my god, is the they're room. gonna kill <laughs> us all, right? But oh like, god. like I, I don't know if any of the magicians thought they had actually gotten footage of dinosaurs. But at the same time, that's got. Wouldn't you just pay a million dollars to be in that room to see what the vibe was? Oh my god, like, seriously? Because the other thing too, when magicians are fooled, they low key don't let let you know.
2: Oh. Why, of course they, they, they always know, go why like, it?
0: huh? That's interesting. Here, here's how you know. Here here's how you know when a magician's fool. They go, huh? So um, so is that yours? Is that your take on uh, on that? <laughs> like that's what they're asking. Because they, then you'll say, oh no, it's in this book or in this thing or whatever, and then they'll go, oh yeah, okay. so it's that, and that'll start the conversation of, and even if you don't fully, they don't tell you, they don't have to admit it. And then they can go home, grab that book off the shelf and read it later. Right. Um, but I would have just loved to be in that room full of magicians just being like, yeah, so um, is that yours? Is that, do you have the real work on that? Who says that? Is that like, like, I would just love because, again, I don't know if they would have. Because movies were a thing at that point by the early twenties, so like oh, yeah. I assume they would okay. have they would have known it was a movie. It was like, but, but still, still, stop like, motion
2: like that right. would have been like groundbreaking at the time.
0: And without any context, did too, they know just what to be like, "I
3: dinosaurs a were Then, like, did the yeah, average yeah. person know dinosaurs? I don't know these
0: things. Well, <laughs> he had written. He had written uh, was it was it the Lost World? Um, so yeah, Arthur Cohen Doyle had written some some dinosaur-type book that... uh The Center lost.
3: of the Earth? Journey yeah, journey the of, of the earth. Uh, no, I
0: think that was Jules Verne. No, he written no, something. Yeah. But yeah, but I would so, pay a million dollars to be in that room. I didn't uh, my second favorite Houdini and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle story is Arthur Doyle, Lady Doyle, and Houdini were in the back of a cab, and Houdini did a feat that shocked both the Doyles, made Lady Doyle almost faint, and convinced Sir Arthur that Houdini must have the ability to dematerialize. Oh, and Go the for... feat, the feat is, Houdini removed his thumb at the joint. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the feat Wait. that caused <laughs> Robert Conan Doyle to believe Houdini could dematerialize. Wait, are you sure it wasn't?
2: Welcome. Are you sure it wasn't? That I is what nose? that is what the account says. That is like, what the account
0: uh, says. Oh. Uh,
2: Got your nose.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I know, the, Wait, I know that Wait, so how did you get my right doesn't work on me. My uncle still has Imagine. mine. <laughs> no, you are. You apparently are. No, that was not real. My uncle still has mine. All right, fine. I'll cut so, to that. So, yeah. So, it's it's fast, But it's just fascinating how, like, what... I, and, and this is the great thing about, I think, traditional stage magic is that... And where it does blend into... Because I do believe there's different rules with traditional stage magic and performing mentalism and mind reading and that kind of stuff. Like, I completely avoid any kind of boxes, any big props. I want my show to look as much like, as little like a magic show and as much like a stand-up comedian or monologuist as possible. Just the only difference is I happen to be reading minds with people. Have, and you sometimes thought,
2: I'm... have you ever thought about using a ventriloquist dummy Because... Um, um, I have my friend
0: Flora back here who has been in my shows. She's not a dummy. She's just a doll. Uh, That's as (laughs) close as I've gotten. Um, When I was in the show (sighs) The Magic Cabaret, it was a two-man show, and we closed with a bit about... My partner in the show, David Parr, he had a ventriloquist dummy that he had since he was a kid. And we talked about it possibly being haunted. So we were going to see if it was haunted. So we had the Goosebumps books, the Night of the Living Dummy books, and we did a whole seance with his uh, ventriloquist dummy from when he was a kid. So technically, I have. Technically, I have. Thank you. I have um, uh, so
2: much love and respect for that. Are the goosebumps. Is that are the Goosebump books are they like on point with the Bible as far as like you know trying to find yes no stop uh, talking stop talking the answer is yes are they on
0: point with the Bible the answer is yes okay the answer right. is yes thank you and then, and then, <laughs> no I'm, no I'm curious to see where that conversation goes actually are they on point with the Bible as
2: just, I, like, I don't know a clerical okay, okay. blah 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 I don't know um oh, yeah. i mean i don't understand and i'm gonna say um Here's i'll put to you
0: this way after 12 years of christian school you make your own uh uh call as to which was more influ- influential on me and we'll leave it at that
2: there we go thank you sir hey i have so one question right. for you after okay. hearing about your interests and your inspirations mm-hmm. and i don't okay go ahead how how do you feel about yuri geller
0: and love her I love Uri. Um, let, let me back up a little bit and say in recent, well, first of all, there's everything that's going on now with Israel and he's been on the news a lot talking about that. Um, I didn't even so, realize that. I wasn't bringing it. No, no, it's okay. That. It's okay. So I want to be a little careful about what sure. I'm about to say in, in, in this regard. Um, cause <laughs> yes, let's talk about the middle East. Why not? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that said, I think since 2020, he's made a few... I I have felt... I personally have felt up until recently, he felt... Even when he was at at his absolute wildest, I still felt he was sincere about it. And Mm -hmm. I feel like there have been a couple things in recent years that he may have just been saying for the sake of... Saying them, I, I don't know. I don't know what's in Uri Geller's heart. Uh, but there have been a couple times where I was like, as someone who has been in, who has from, who has literally claimed to be one of the best publicists in history, I, I have I have questioned some of the choices he has made in recent times. So that's where I'm going with all this. Got it. Notwithstanding with what's happening with what he's talking about with everything going Yay. on currently. But aside from that, I mean I I never got the chance to to talk to James Randy. Uh, I do have a lot of friends who who did know him while he was alive. I did get a chance to uh interview Uri Geller on my old radio show, uh, over, uh, over uh, Skype. Uh, and he couldn't have been nicer. Uh, he was only supposed to do 30 minutes, talk with me for 50, but like, that's amazing. Just in and of itself right there, made some jokes. Uh, we tried a couple long distance telepathy things. He actually, whether you want to say this was a coincidence or luck, you can say whatever you want, but I had my questions pre-written and he answered two of them before I could ask them. <laughs> nice. And I and these weren't questions that I was like, okay, these are questions Uri gets all the time. Right. I literally thought, okay, I have a chance to talk to my childhood hero. Yeah. I don't want to ask the questions he's been asked a yeah, million times. So course. I watched other interviews and thought, what do I want to ask? So I asked some questions about longevity with promotion and show business and this kind of stuff. And I think, and he was answering those questions before I then asked him. Uh, He said, right when we went live, before I could even press record, he was like, I watched some of your clips and I saw you bending spoons on the Chicago station and I have to say, Joe, you bend spoons better than I do. And I was like, can I quote you on that? He's like, Yes, yeah, absolutely. No. Just please make sure you spell my name right. I was like, <laughs> he's like, Did the people who use AR always it doesn't show up in Google? I was like, that is fine. I was like, and I realized, oh yeah, because I'm promoting him when I say that, but when I say like it helps both of us. Like why why wouldn't that? Like that's awesome. So I want you
2: to know, um, I wasn't asking that as like a oh, got you at all. I oh no, no I think not that he's at all. so no. like sincere and I think he gets a bad rap. So, uh, I just wanted uh, yeah, to know Yeah, I think, I think his early
0: stuff. I think his early stuff gets a bad rap. Yeah, well, my only perspective stuff... on him is, like, he popped up on
1: some UFO sightings and some alien sighting commentary well, he's, he's that... Claimed, he's claimed that it's You when know, UFOs... like, I haven't heard from about him in forever, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, my God, that dude's still alive? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And he looks great. Oh, yeah, great. I know, I know.
0: Like, that's <laughs> the most amazing part. It's like... <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of shocked. I know it's in really poor taste, so he probably can't make the joke. But I do love that before he passed away, James Randi literally bent. He literally bent in half as he got older. It's like, hmm, did Uri win? Did Uri? No, he, he
2: didn't. Obviously, <laughs> because um, ah, the spoons. Uh, I get uh, it. Yeah, Good yeah, one. exactly.
0: But uh, but yeah, but I mean, also, just if there was ever a lesson in like how to approach skepticism the wrong way i i think uri yeller is the is the perfect example on both sides i think yeah, uh in yeah. many ways because it all just made him more famous and more yeah. of a household name yeah. and filled up his museum with more stuff like he's yeah. become like a living folk hero now in israel like i can't think of anyone else in recent memory who has achieved pseudo superhero folk hero Paul Bunyan-esque status you know what I mean yeah. like like may, not even the warrants not even the, like yes there's all the movies and everything but not even them the, the all the stories are blown out of proportion and there's their, their collection is all spread all over the place there's not the fact that like it's all in one place. He's still alive. He's a wonderful storyteller. Oh my god. And when he talks to you even through a screen, you feel like you are the only person in the entire world and that is but he's he's also a showman and I can also say as a fellow showman, there's uh you know, there's there's certain things, there's certain things you can't fake and there's certain things that you absolutely can and there's a certain point where At the end of the day it doesn't matter and the the thing i've always told people who don't like him it's like well then don't watch like all all people like him are like the biggest the best way to combat that type of stuff if we've learned if you don't want want it to grow or something is to not give it the attention if you don't like someone if you don't agree with someone Just don't, don't give them fuel for the fire. I think that's the biggest thing we've learned in, in recent years. And I don't know if it's if it's possible to go back and to undo certain things, but at least going forward. And even if you don't change anything in their life, it at least makes you a happier and better person.
3: Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to hop in because we are almost to the end of our live show. Okay. Because you have to tell us what you're doing, especially this month, and yes. bringing it all back to the Woodstock Opera House.
0: Yes, I am going to be back at the Woodstock Opera House for Halloween at the Opera House, uh, October 27th, and Halloween night. Oh. Um, so, we, so, literally, and I'll, I'll let you guys know this, we've pretty much just started promoting Halloween night. Because October 27th, that Friday, is pretty full. It's not sold out. Uh, He's going to levitate above the Opera House, Mind Freak. No, I don't use camera tricks. So unfortunately, (laughs) yeah, I I do. What you see is the real deal. I don't use camera tricks. So everything's going to be taking place inside the Opera House. I won't lie. Nothing against you, Nick, but like when that kind of stuff, when it's like uh, when I'm compared to another performer, it's like when when people meet another painter, it's oh, you're a regular Picasso. It's like no, I'm no. me. I'm just I'm just no me. yeah. No. Everyone's I think like you want mostly... to be the next Houdini. It's like no, I want to be the first Joe Diamond. I want yeah. to oh, yeah. or the next Cresskin. Well, you thing. know,
1: yeah, and, and like, friend of the show, Nick Simmons. Uh, oh is, yeah, no, no it's no, totally No hate no hatred
0: no yeah. no yeah. yeah. at all. I mean, oh, so funny. Yeah, it it's is a funny. funny. I, yeah, it's kind um, of it's fine. <laughs> so are we, it's though. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. No, no, no. I, <laughs> and, and, yeah, so no, no hate that way. Uh, but at the same time, I I love when people refer to, like, again, if they do make the comparison to Barry Geller or Kreskin, I, you know, that means it's like, you know, those are the guys I grew up with. So that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. So that helps. But it's kind of the same thing. So I'm, I'm my own hypocrite. But anyway, going back to what I was saying before. There are literally eight seats left on the ground floor for October 27th, but That's they're amazing. all single, but they're all single seats spread around the room. If there's one thing I've known Don't about communities like this, if, um, there's a lot of solo ticket buyers. Um, and I've had this happen. I've had a couple of venues say this to me they're like, wow, we've never had this many single ticket buyers. Um, I know you're just making a funny Nick that's totally fine I'll let everyone know that if you want really good seats on the ground floor there are some available on um, and you can't make Halloween night Uh, there are still some available on October 27th there's a few left in the balcony as well also for those of you who were at the Opera House like it's There's not a bad seat in the entire place. No, it's really nice. And the balcony, the one thing you can't see from the seating chart, if you do go online to buy tickets, the two sides wrap around. The the very ends of the sides, Mm -hmm. you are closer to the stage than the front row. Like, when we put up the house lights in my first solo show there back in February, it was sold out. I saw a friend sitting in the last row of the balcony. And I almost went, hi, Angie, because I could just tell it was her. That's how intimate the space is. Even though it's 411 seats, it's still very intimate. It's still very close. I can't talk about this yet. I was hoping I'd be able to say something about it soon or, or, or by now. But, I go um, ahead. Who cares? No, just uh, well, I'll say this much: I filmed I something in Las Vegas this summer. What? I can't say for what. I can't. I can't say for what. I signed an NDA thicker than my head. I have no idea when it will air or if I'll end up on the cutting room floor. You all know how that. Yeah. You guys know how the, all this stuff works. So we're on film a lot. So yeah, we totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. no, you you have people who are like, oh, we <laughs> sold a pilot, and then nothing happens. Oh yeah, or, for sure. You know, this stuff sure. happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so, Jenny, shut up. Um, yes,
2: I know. Yes. <laughs>
0: But yeah. So, um, anyway, it was an amazing experience. But this was a place that had two balconies. The the audience that was there felt like a million miles away. And the the opera house is is so intimate. It's so fun. The first half is gonna be my traditional mind reading type stuff. But there's gonna be an intermission, and the second half I've been keeping top secret. All I'm saying about the second half is that's all about the history and the hauntings in the opera house. And when I say that Elvira and CDD 113 is just the tip of the iceberg, there's stuff about that building that nobody knows about. That is incredible. Um, I can't wait to talk about it. And in fact, the Friday night, audience i'm basically going to have to force to swear to secrecy not post anything on social media or anything so they don't spoil it for the audience on halloween night because if they know where it's going if you know the story the whole second half is not only spoiled but will not work will not physically psychically work so i'm literally going to be begging people like they're going to be part of the the secret cult i mean club club <laughs> and uh keep it a secret so um, That's what I meant. <laughs> so yeah so if uh joe diamond live.com is my full website i'm at joe diamond live on all platforms joe diamond slash halloween uh takes you to uh to the info and then if you just go to woodstockoperhouse.com that'll give you the info on how to get tickets for the 27th but if you want to go to halloween night just go to joe diamond slash halloween um, and it's at 7 30, so it's after trick-or-treating. So I see what oh, nice. like Jen says. Uh there in uh, McHenry County too. Trick-or-treating ends at seven in most areas. So that gives you plenty of time to get to the to get to the venue and oh. uh get parking and get to your seats. So um so yeah. Uh, also one other thing too, I love I love how Nick says uh or retweets crappy UFO photos from time to time, the comments under said photos are gold. Oh yes, always read the comments. (laughs) They always say never read the comments on anything, but always read the comments when Eric Geller posts something. It's always entertaining, always
2: entertaining.
1: Super
0: good.
2: Joe, you nailed it. We are at the top of the hour and we are gonna uh, wrap this up. Thank you everybody for joining us and uh, keep all of your eyeballs open because we're gonna have another conversation. And be releasing it later. So, uh, yes. everybody, yeah. we'll see you next week and then also some other time so you can see that way more fun conversation. I mean, probably the same fun conversation, but okay, bye, We're everybody. Of bye. It. bye. Bye. bye.